0: You are listening to the Apex Nutrition Podcast on Mountain Bike Radio. This episode is brought to you by j Check out jpacks.com. That's J-P-A-K-S dot They make 100% handmade goods from frame bags to handlebar bags to basically any custom bag you could ever think up. They'll do it. So go over to jpacks.com and you can check them out on Facebook as well. Go to facebook.com slash llc. that's jpacks with a K, J-P-A-K-S-L-L-C, or over on Instagram too, instagram.com slash j underscore packs. Now listen in for your nutrition fix from the Apex Nutrition Podcast. This is the Apex Nutrition Podcast. I'm Ben, and with me as usual for the last three years, I think at this point. It's Kelly Jennings. Kelly, hi. Good morning. (laughs) So uh, we haven't recorded for a few weeks. Uh, You were on vacation and and it was your birthday and your kids are back to school and all kinds of crazy stuff going on.
1: That's right. Right now though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So what this episode is going to be is you have some clients that do some cyclocross racing and you have some five nutrition tips for cyclocross races. Which are yes. a whole unique animal because it's short, intense, and right. Uh, yeah, what do you even do for that? <laughs> exactly. So, That's yeah. the
1: thing is you don't really need. You know, we talk so much about hour by hour nutrition on the right, bike. Right. Exactly. Well, these last thirty five minutes. So. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. So we'll get to that. Uh, just a reminder: if you have any questions directly for Kelly about anything about the show, her website, her plans, her. Uh, Anything her nutrition knowledge. You can email her at Kelly at ApexNutritionLLC dot com. That's K E L L I at ApexNutritionLLC dot com. If you are new to the show, we have a lot of back episodes. So go over uh-huh. to the show page, check through there. Uh, there is a. Uh,
1: like 100 hours for you to Yeah. To. <laughs> so the way... If, if you want
0: to. If you are new, there's two ways I would recommend doing this. Either go get the Mountain Bike Radio app, which you can type in at the top of the screen. You can type in... There's a search box. Type in Apex Nutrition, and it'll bring up all the episodes right there. So the app is really slick. It's in all the app stores, uh, and that will help you filter things out. Otherwise, the other good way of doing it is going to mountainbikeradio.com. Go to Shows at the top of the home page. There's a drop down. Click on Apex Nutrition, and that will take you to the entire the home Apex Nutrition show page. From there, you can scroll down and just see all the different episodes and get a little blurb before you click on the orange button to go to the specific show page. So that'll help you out if you are new to the show and you just want to blow through all the Apex Nutrition podcast episodes.
1: Yeah, I'll probably mention a couple of those back episodes today because anytime I do like a top five, everyone knows I can't be like concise with like, number one, this tip real quick because there's always more to it. So, um, right. yeah, I'm going to be mentioning some that you can go back and listen to.
0: Yeah. If and, needed. And one other thing too is go to mountainbikeradio.com slash support MBR. And um, what's become fairly popular is people using the Amazon affiliate link. And it's free to you. You click on that link and you shop just as you would any other time. So when your prime will still work, your shipping will still work, everything, you won't even know the difference, except part of your purchase will go to us for referring you over there. So if you want to keep hearing mountain bike radio in any form, I would recommend when you go shop at Amazon, and I know many of you do, because it wouldn't be a trillion-dollar company if it, if you didn't.
1: <laughs> Never, um, right?
0: Yeah. And the other thing, too, I, I said it on another episode, is it might have been this Apex Nutrition, is uh it's not just this huge corporation that's just stealing your money. It's uh, behind the scenes of a lot of those people, whether it says prime behind it or not, is a lot of small businesses.
1: Yeah, My uh, small local, businesses are on there.
0: Yep. Your local bike shop, your small Aww. businesses, <laughs> individuals selling through fulfillment. Uh, and they even started like an Etsy type of thing going they on. They did. They're trying. Um, so it makes it very convenient for a lot of small businesses, individuals and that type of thing to, to sell and make a living.
1: Right. So it's really the one place where small businesses can compete because mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, is people shop online. Yep. So for me and... My small business, it's like, I see it kind of like, okay, well, at least I have that platform and that opportunity mm-hmm. um, rather than fighting it.
0: Yep. So, so go over there. Both are good. MountainBikeRadio.com slash support MBR or just Mountain Bike Radio, the homepage on the right-hand side, top right, there's a, a link to Amazon. And I would really appreciate it because as we get more people on that and we get closer to Christmas... That kicks up the money and then I get to eat because I'm really hungry because I haven't eaten for like <laughs> six months. So I'm down to about a hundred pounds and,
1: uh, you're, you're ready for cyclocross.
0: Yeah. Not ready. Not, <laughs> not really a hundred pounds, but it, it seriously does help. And, uh, uh, yeah, it just helps ensure that mountain bike radio be around pretty much. It's a little bit, a little bit extra. So I appreciate it. So go do that. All right. Let's talk about the show. Five All nutrition right. tips. Clickbait five with... nutrition tips you will amazing nutrition tips for cyclocross races. <laughs> <Yeah>. Five <laughs> right. nutrition tips to so kill you in cyclocross. Yeah, race. what do we do now? So you we spend all this time on the show talking about mm-hmm. hourly nutrition and right uh, that type of thing. So how do we go attack a thirty-five forty-minute race?
1: Yeah, so this is your edge because most people are going to think that nutrition has nothing to do with it now, right? Mm -hmm. I've even told you that, you know, research and anecdotally anyone who's out there riding knows that probably for under 60 minutes lugging around nutrition with you, the cost benefit isn't there. To to drink and eat during a 30-minute race, it just doesn't make any sense. Most of us are just going to grab our – we're not going to even use a water bottle, you know. So this is how we're going to look at it, number one talk a tiny bit about supplements here because this is the time of year Ben and I were just (laughs) talking about it where, you know, it gets dark now. It's fall. Your body naturally, hormones naturally start to go into a hibernation and a lot of people start to feel a bit tired in the autumn through the winter. So a couple supplements that we are going to think about to really help. Number one, and this is a back episode, is magnesium. So along with this is that A lot of um, mountain bikers are going to start feeling kind of that overtrained, kind of almost a chronic fatigue by this time of year. And it's good in a lot of ways that your body is saying, okay, you know, you've been doing this pretty hard for a while. It's okay to take, you know, an off-season, a break. But if you want to extend the season through cyclocross, having taken magnesium throughout the whole season can really pay off now magnesium is going to be deficient in most every athlete out there. This isn't something where we're going like huge amounts, but I have, um, the athletes I work with take 200 milligrams round year round and 400 milligrams during their on season. So that would extend through the cyclocross season. Um, you want to take those in two doses. So one in the morning, one at night, just because it can be a little hard on digestion to take two, too much magnesium at once. But in that amount, it's usually not a big deal, um, and this is something that can make a difference within just one to two weeks. So you don't have to have done it for months if you're just getting on board now. Um, the other supplement that comes to mind—did you have something with magnesium, Ben?
0: I have nothing. We've we've talked about it, and um, it's, <laughs> we have it's exhausted
1: it. <laughs> no, no,
0: but it's important. Um, yeah, and I think it's, it's something, something I struggle with. I just have to uh, buy some. Because then I run yeah. out and then I just don't. And then, I, I don't know. I, I've been struggling with a lot of stuff the last, well, I think it's just children and
1: work. yeah, Tired, <laughs> motivation, I've, I've, all yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I'm, I'm right in that situation that I think a lot of people are. Um, So I've been, I, I think that's part of it. There's a lot of things going on, I think, but <laughs> well, I, I fall right into that. I, yeah, at least. <laughs> I fall right into that thing. Like you said, we were talking about beforehand, but that yeah, that seasonal part, and this is yeah. kicking off that part of the year where, you know, a month from now, it'll be where I was getting up. We were talking about this, how we get up early, you know, spring through early summer, like it was no problem, right? Come October and it's like some mornings, especially if I'm up late, it'll be like nine o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, if I go to sleep at two or three or whatever, but oh. well, then we get up at like <laughs> nine or 10. You know, like it's just yeah. gone. Like, Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. thing. So I think part yeah. of it is uh, the magnesium. I've probably drained my stores by now.
1: Oh, yeah. If you've anyone who's trained through the summer and not been supplementing magnesium is deficient. I'll just say that yeah. that that one is just because the general population is thought to be largely deficient. We just don't have it in our soil anymore. So most of our food doesn't carry the magnesium we need. And it is super important for um, energy protection. It's important for all kinds of like opposite things, not only energy production, but also good sleep, which seem opposite, but actually go hand in hand. Right. Mm -hmm. The other thing is things like those leg cramps that people get at night. Sometimes Um, magnesium has plays a big role in decreasing those so it's just a great one for energy the other one that i'll mention and this one's a little bit trickier so you're gonna have to go to another back episode of this and i would even recommend on this back episode clicking on the link on my post because seeing this one in writing is kind of helpful is beta alanine so this is that tricky it's an amino acid tingly hands this is an amino acid that can really improve anaerobic effort. So that's why it's important in cyclocross because there's so much anaerobic jumping off your bike, getting on, um, you know, fast movements where you're really pushing through. So if you can have an edge um, where you decrease the effects of lactic acid This one could be important for you. It also could make a difference in just one to two weeks. So go back to that episode, though. Don't just start scooping the beta alanine into your drink because this one is particular in how much I want you to take for how long. Um, And I will
0: will link those in the show notes, by the way. So uh, back to the app. So if you are new and you're listening on the Mountain Bike Radio app, you can keep listening and you click on the little show note button and you can scroll through those and then you can uh, tap on there and go to the website and it continues to listen or continues to play in the background. So that's the Perfect. other slick part is I'll link them in the show notes. Uh, can Before you yeah. go on the next uh, discussion, uh, yes. as far as what people that now they're thinking, okay, I need magnesium, beta alanine, what brand, yes. like, is there a specific brand? Um,
1: yes. And I'll give you those links, um, Ben, because then they will send you right to Amazon. So that works out really easily. Um, okay. the, the beta, the beta alanine, I like the Now brand. That's that big orange yeah. bottle you see everywhere. And the reason is is it doesn't have um, silicon dioxide. It doesn't have anything. You just get the amino acid. And it's not stacked with other amino acids
0: yeah, because we're not necessarily
1: ask. wanting everything at once, especially with beta alanine because we want these kind of exact amounts. Right. With, and you don't need all the other stuff. I, I, I'm not a fan of stacked amino acids. So.
0: Yeah. And the other question I have is magnesium. Uh, mm-hmm. What form of magnesium there's several some are really cheap oh
1: yeah and let me um you know i'll try to get to that i i forget the brand exactly but there's a couple of different good ones um like chelated i think that's how you say chelated. it chelated chelated thank yeah. you um magnesium that might be wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll alternate through those two and somehow we'll be right i know we always um, go different yeah <laughs> is is good and let me um i think it's doctor's best is the one i, I like right now you know supplements are funny because there's so many
0: different yeah, ones yeah no that's fine uh, i'm just trying yeah. to clear it up for for people okay, yeah so we'll yeah. link any of those in Look the show notes link. um yeah this isn't meant to be a further we can do oh, a yeah. separate magnesium discussion <laughs> with any questions so listeners right, if you then- have any questions about magnesium whether they're simpler or not send them to ben at mountainbikeradio.com with a title of the email Apex nutrition podcast, because what we can do is even if it's a short episode, 10, 15 minutes, we can answer all your questions about magnesium that you have instead of us just telling you, I think that's good. Right. So here's your assignment right now. Even if we get three emails about it, send us a question. Um, You know, whether it's brand or maybe you've been using it, maybe you have a question about uh how much it doesn't matter. Just send it over. We'll put it together in a little episode and, uh, we'll all win from that. How's that? Okay.
1: That sounds good. I've got okay. one more in the supplement category. Yes. See, this is, I say five so, tips, but it's like no, five. fine. It's like yeah. one A, one B, one C. Yep. So. <laughs> um, and this one, uh, I just love it because I, this is the one where I get, I get a lot of emails about magnesium and beta alanine actually. I got a lot because this is kind of like a um, an experiment me and quite a few other riders did this summer because there wasn't just a lot of research out there to go off of um, for mountain bikers. So, And, and it was all positive. So the next one that all I hear is positive is, um, this time of year with changing seasons, a lot of people in the spring and in the fall or whenever have, um, sinus issues and a lot of, you know, different allergies or whatever come up and, um, using apple cider vinegar once a day can really just kind of keep nasal passages clear and you feeling good. And in a short race, just oxygen uptake is a big deal. So, um, So, yeah, you'll look back at that one and know that if you take one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in like four ounces of liquid. And what we did last was our latest tonic was one ounce of juice, the rest water and then a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and using a good like a strong juice like cherry juice or grape juice. So you kind of mask that uh, taste a little bit. And what it does, is it just really helps your body clear out sinuses. And I get emails about this one all the time from people who suffer from sinus issues. So. That's my other tip. Those will all help with um, fatigue and just kind of good oxygen amounts. And everyone knows uh, that riding with a stuffed up nose is is tough. So, yeah, there you go. Okay. So moving on to number two, if during the ride isn't so important, let's talk about a little bit before the ride. What you do? The the thing that's tricky tricky with cyclocross and pre race nutrition, is that instead of it just being in the morning where you only have like one meal that might really mess you up, <laughs> you've got a whole day's worth of eating. A lot of times, right? If these are after work sort of races, which they seem to be around here a lot of the time, um, so you've got lunch to deal with, and then maybe something after lunch before the race. In this case, I recommend eating kind of a normal-ish lunch around noon. Let's say you're racing at like 5.36. A normal-ish lunch, but you still want to be a little bit picky to not eat anything that is really going to set like a brick in your stomach. Things that tend to set like bricks bricks are um, like not just fatty foods, meaning like healthy fats, but like fried foods. So things that are hard for your body to break down, that's one. Another thing that can set like a brick is red meat. I'm not anti-red meat overall, but it is hard for your body to digest, especially quickly like that. And number three is um, like sulfur-producing, gas-producing foods. So the sulfur, the the vegetables with sulfur in them are generally like cauliflower and broccoli, and then of course, gas-producing foods would be like beans. Are are number one, and so those can either set like bricks or make you feel a little bit bloated. I'd avoid those. So um, having something like you know, a chicken sandwich with, um, a fruit and some vegetables is fine or, um, you know, a baked sweet potato with some eggs and vegetables or something like that. Just, just kind of really plain foods. Don't go extravagant here and avoid pizza is one that I'm kind of set bad for a lot of people or, you know, a big burger or something like that. Everyone's different, but, um, erring on the side of caution, that's where I'd go. And then Mid afternoon, let's say three or four o'clock, it's not a bad idea to have some sort of snack Um, just because otherwise it's a long period of time to kind of keep those blood sugars at an optimal level. So something like a banana and some nuts, a banana and peanut butter would be good here. It doesn't need to be a huge meal, just something to kind of top you off before the the race. So that usually we talk about breakfast and that's it with pre-race. We do talk about with that one, a smoothie and there's no reason why a smoothie wouldn't be good here as well. Just so, to, um for lunch. Yeah, for lunch.
0: Yeah. It might leave you kind of hungry though, no?
1: It might. And in in which case, if you're hungry, I would recommend two small snacks instead of just waiting till four, something more like two o'clock and four o'clock. Okay. To um with the whole goal being that you start a race like this, especially. If you have a bloated stomach at the start of a race like this, the problem is, is you don't have three hours to kind of Make you know go through the it. ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. So you really want to have that feeling of being full enough where you're not I'm sorry, fueled, but not full, is what I usually say. So fueled, where you you you're not in like a low energy state by any means, um, but not full. You shouldn't actually fill food in your stomach because you got 30 minutes. You got to go pretty hard.
0: Yeah. So how about flop that or flip flop, flop whatever that, uh, <laughs> and do your regular lunch and have like a little smoothie of some sort at your four o'clock, like you were mentioning.
1: Yep. as long as you have tried it because then you're getting within that two hours and smoothies generally are fine. But again, those I usually do use for the longer ones. So I would have like a half, you know, like a eight to 12-ouncer type smoothie rather than my normal smoothie recipe makes like pro- over 16 ounces. Um, something small. But yeah, I, there's no problem with that as long as you've tried it ahead of time. Um, a couple other things that could help here is one, and then this one's tricky, but with something this short, <laughs> you know I'm going to talk about caffeine a little bit here.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yep.
1: And different people are going to be different about this, especially with having caffeine so late because they don't want to screw their, you know, most people doing these are still normal. You have kids to put to bed later and work the next day, all of that, you don't want to mess up a whole night of sleep. So that's tricky. I, I wouldn't take more than a hundred milligrams pre-race, but that is the type of supplement that can make a difference with, um, with getting out. And especially if you're kind of in that afternoon lull that a lot of people go through, um, where you're kind of tired. Um, that's the reason why I generally don't train after work is just the motivation and kind of the, you know, it's ready to, I'm ready to settle down rather than race.
0: Yeah. If it's so a nighttime would, type of thing, yeah. like after work type of series, like you guys yeah. have going on. Yeah. But if it's just Saturday, you know, a lot of them they'll start from morning and go kind of till later in the day, different like with age different, groups.
1: Right. Right. So in that case then, well, depending on what time in the day it is still going to be tricky. So just keep this in mind. Two to three hours, um, out is an okay time for a smoothie. If you're going for solid foods, um, you want it to be more in a three hour range or more. If you've got that whole five hours be- between meals or whatever, do small snacks leading up to it in like two hour increments. Um, yeah. That way, you're never overfull at once. Okay. And then just watch out for those foods that might make you feel bloated.
0: Yeah. So, can I add something to uh, the the caffeine? And yes. This is purely anecdotal on mm-hmm. my part. So I, I bought this stuff. So I've been hearing this, uh, comp, this company is hitting the podcast hard as four sigmatic and they mm. sell, um, basically mushroom. It's mushroom coffee, right? So they have <laughs> what they've done is they've combined coffee with, uh, stuff that's well known and established. Quarticeps. Yeah. Cordyceps, chaga, uh-huh. lion's mane, rishi, um, and all this kind of stuff, which uh, you can just Google adaptogens and a lot yes. of this will come up. It's well known. It's been used I've used cordyceps several times before in the past. And I don't know why I have like I've stopped because I react to it. Um <laughs> Okay. I, I'm one of those people, some people they're not gonna tell a difference, but some people it's like, oh, geez. Like what's going on here? Um so I I kept hearing this for Sigmatics so and I checked it out and it might be good or whatever, but it's it, it's expensive. You know, like you mm-hmm. buy they sell these little individually packed. Things of coffee with like you can buy it with just cordyceps or just I think just lion's mane for example, but it's like you know fifteen dollars for like five. I don't even know. It's it's a, it was expensive. So he's like, huh? I'm gonna see what um, you know, it's been a while, so I'm I was digging around and see what's out there, and I found this uh, Valley Soul Organics on Amazon, and it ha- it contains reishi, cordyceps, chaga, and lion's mane. And it's, I don't know, it's $35, but it's got enough. I mean, you're taking a half a teaspoon at a time. It has, oh geez, like 50 servings in it for this little bag. So it's really not that expensive. Um, but that stuff, I like, I can like 15 minutes later. It's just, I'm just ripping to go. (laughs) I have no explanation. I have no, uh, science to prove any of that. Other yeah. than it's just, like I said, Google adaptogens and you'll get an idea. Uh, but that is an option for people. Like instead yeah. of doing coffee, it is, and it- that's, I am just, I'm, I, I'm, it's like I had three cups of coffee, except for I don't feel like I had three cups of coffee. Like I don't uh-huh. have, you know, like it's, you just get like a jittery and just, just on edge kind of thing and like gut rot and you know. Uh,
1: yeah. With, with coffee.
0: Yeah. So this is not yeah. like that. And I don't have yeah. any science and, to prove it.
1: <laughs> but there, I mean, there is, it's kind of like Eastern medicine sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. we say we don't have any science, but it's definitely a, um, a well-known aspect in um, different parts of the world or not aspect, but um, yeah, herbs that are used for different things in different parts of the world. It's just foreign to us. And to be honest, I haven't done enough research down that road and no, I've worked I mean, with one person with it, but it wasn't like a multi-strain supplement. Yeah. Um, so that's something definitely for me too. And I should say when I mentioned caffeine, I wouldn't be drinking coffee right before this. I would be taking a caffeine pill. <laughs> well, yeah, you,
0: you do that, but, but, but some people like I, coffee and they just do right, that. Right. And yeah.
1: I love coffee too, but I can't ride within an hour of drinking gotcha. coffee. My stomach just does not feel right. Okay. And some people feel just fine. So it's maybe on, you know, we did that whole cold brew coffee. I should try okay. it on that because that is a lot less acidic and it, it definitely has a smoother or thing just, about it
0: could could they just have like a little package of maybe like um i don't know goo chomps or whatever not chomps oh yeah but, uh, the, caffeinated, the caffeinated yeah. ones mm-hmm. okay. absolutely
1: and that would be great because then you're getting those um carbs as well one more thing i should mention before we leave pre-ride is this is the stuff that beets were made for too okay <laughs> the whole beetroot juice or mm-hmm. powder or gel um I'm trying to think of the brands. Red Rush is one that some clients of mine take and the other one is, oh, I can't remember. It's the it's like the main beetroot. Um, they make a gel and they make a powder and I can't remember right now. And they just changed names. Um, so maybe we'll link this one. To, it used delete. to be like Neo Genesis. Yes. Oh. There, thank you, Ben.
0: Is it Beetleet? Um,
1: it is. Okay. That's the one I was thinking and of. Isn't there powders there and of... stuff
0: you can get too? Like you do exactly. like a freeze dried powder or something?
1: Exactly, and then yeah, that's what I use. It's just straight up organic um, beet powder. So that's just freeze dried beets, and I that's one reason to use that smoothie is because that's an easy place to put it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then your smoothie will taste like dirt, as we've mentioned before. Right, but that's okay because you not so, as
0: much as the that ma- mushroom magic that I was talking about. <laughs> that is Don't combine the two; it's like pure dirt. dirt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so and you're paying for it, yeah. but uh, <laughs> to make our smoothies taste like dirt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um. Most all of the research done on the whole beats and how they improve oxygen uptake by the muscles and oxygen transport around your um, body was for time trials, was for road cyclists on time trials. So this is a little bit more in line with that sort of sprinting and that sort of intensity than even longer um, you bike races and training and rides are, although in both cases it can help. Anytime you can um, dilate vessels and improve oxygen uptake, you know, it just stands to reason that that's going to be a good thing for for oxygen and, and energy. But this is where the research is, so that's not a bad idea too. And that's okay. another show that you can go back and look at. Is there another? So is, onto, there an,
0: is there anything else besides beets that do that? Um, that has been well, proved, you like that they've studied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, caffeine is a vasodilator, so that would be that's probably okay. why it has so the effect it does. Two? Um. Yeah, they're supplements with just the nitrates of beets. And they come okay. from all sorts of different places. Um, okay. But the as far as a real food, that's where they're right. most concentrated okay. in beets. Okay. Yeah.
0: I just wanted to stop that question or answer that question before something.
1: Yeah. Somebody has yeah. It. Yep. Okay. And now we're on to tip number three. And this one's a short and sweet kind of anti-tip. And it is just that you do not need to um, to really carry anything with you for this time frame. And you know, some people will think, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just bring some water. I'll bring, you know, just in case for this 30 minute, I'll just bring some nutrition, some carbs. And and I think that's fine, especially if it's hot. You might feel better if you have an electrolyte drink with you or, you know, just water. But I'm here to tell you as far as research goes, and I think we can mostly agree anecdotally that in 30 minutes, research will say that you are not going to improve your performance with drinking fluids or taking in carbs within that time frame. It's usually around 60 minutes where that starts to make any difference at all. You know, assuming that you're coming into it with having eaten during that day or you know, good pre-race nutrition and you're not dehydrated. So it's just not going to make a difference and the downside is is there is a cost to it. If you put on, you know, even just 16 ounces of fluid and add that to the cage of your bike, you've just added a pound of weight to your to your bike that you've probably spent time and money making it is possible. Right. So there, you know, there is that downside to it. And, you know, it's something I'm always considering because I'm a weight weenie for sure with my bike. And, um, I think about the, the weight of my fuels on long rides and on short rides. So, um, I, I wouldn't take anything with me at all. That is my recommendation. Number four is going to be to recover well after training. These short rides depend so much on glycogen and recovery is one. It is about muscle repair. Um, and having the amino acids and proteins in your body that your body needs to repair muscles that have been damaged. But the primary reason, especially for that 30 minute recovery window that we've talked about so much, Ben, is glycogen re- um, replenishment. So if you've trained at all in the days before this, you need to make sure you're recovering after every training with either a meal or a snack. Or if it's not time for the, either of those, go ahead and add in a recovery um, sort of meal. We've talked about, you know, that raw cocoa chocolate milk. We've talked about smoothies here. We've talked about so much with recovery, but basically you want some carbs, you want some protein. I usually add um, L-glutamine. That's another supplement that really just helps because it's just really used up by muscles. And generally, your body doesn't have enough available if you're training have optimal levels, um, and it will reduce soreness and, and just help recovery, but you want that in place. So all those habits are going to still pay off with shorter races. You can't just throw out everything just cause it's a shorter race. It's kind of like everything else you do becomes important. Okay. That's four. And number five, and this is a year round feat is talking about the weight of your bike and the weight overall is, um, is, the better you're doing at, you know, maintaining a lean weight through this, that's going to make a difference in a race like this being lean and light, but still feeling strong and fit. It's kind of, you know, that's such a broad thing and it's mostly what I do in all as a career. (laughs) So it's hard to boil it down to a tip. But, um, last year we did a whole series on staying lean through the winter. Do you remember? And the holidays Mm -hmm. and those will go a long way to help. Um, my, ebook Feel Right Race Light, that's what this is all about is helping people get to goal weights without sacrificing strength and stamina and energy and power. Um and a lot of people don't think you can really do this two at once, but as long as you're using good nutrition day after day and then appropriate training nutrition, absolutely you can. And I help people do it all the time. Um, that's going to come into play here. When it's this short of a race and like kind of every minute and second count feeling light is going to be another one. Um, and, and so that's kind of a year round feat. And, um, hopefully after a summer of training, you are feeling light and strong. So that would be number five. I don't add extra weight to your bike. Um, yet (laughs) that's for winter when, if you want to put on a pound or two and just feel happy. So those are my five tips we went through. Let's see. We started with supplements. Um, primarily beta alanine, magnesium, and apple cider vinegar. Then we talked about dialing in that pre-race, whether you're doing a race at 8 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, or after work, that you want to have things you're comfortable with and confident with that help you to feel, feel, feel fueled but not full. You don't want anything to really feel like it's in your stomach. Um, number three was that you don't want to weigh yourself down with any during-the-race nutrition. Number four was um, to recover you know, during the week, throughout before your race. And then number five was to uh, keep keep working at being light, but still fit and strong. Sounds good. That's what I got.
0: All right. So, listeners, if you have any questions, Ben at mountainbikeradio.com or Kelly, it's K E L L I at apexnutritionllc.com. Um, I will link, there's a lot of uh, links in the show notes on this one just because we're talking about prior episodes and uh, some specific supplements and all that. So be sure to check that out and they'll do it. So what are we going to talk about in the next episode?
1: We are going to do another recipe episode, which hopefully people are liking those um, with the podcast and the shorter and sweeter ones. Um, And we are going to talk about energy bites, AKA energy balls for, (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) cool. So, yeah. All right. So listeners, thank you for joining us in this for this episode of the Apex Nutrition Podcast. And until next time, I don't know. Just uh eat well and uh listen some more. So thanks Sounds for listening. <laughs> See ya.